right. Welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast, an extremely useful podcast for to help pass the time in an utterly useless manner. In this episode, we are going to start out with doing our self-earned merit badges, which we award for either failing at life or succeeding at life. We will Mostly move failures. on. <laughs> we will move on to our game of spin the wheel, followed by Jeremy's fake news, a new segment, a new segment I'm going to try out. And if it doesn't work, I will cut it out of the podcast and it will never be heard. <laughs> then we will have our fantasy battle royale game of fisticuffs and concluding the podcast with our one recommendation. I am Brett and joining me in this podcast misadventure is somebody who has mistakenly been identified as Adam Sandler, my brother, Jeremy, <laughs> also in the podcast. If you say that he has not been mistaken as Chris Hemsworth's body double, you would be wrong. <laughs> Taylor Beams. Yes, that's me. Um, I, I'm a, well, be, to be more specific, it's the body double for Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So my opening quote is, the white zone is for the media unloading and loading of passengers only. There is no parking in a red zone. No, the red zone is for immediate loading and unloading. There's never any parking in a white zone. Don't tell me what zone is for loading and what zone is for unloading. Did you do pull this all from memory? Yes. That's impressive because I can never pull that from memory. What is that from? It's from Airplane. 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 That's oh. a classic. You haven't seen that, have you? If I have, it's been years and years ago. That movie is just so rewatchable. Just because every time you watch it, you see something completely different you didn't know was there. I love those movies. Either that or a meaning that you didn't understand. As that, a child. As a, either as a child or when you like actually look at the historical significance of what was going on in 1980. You're just like, wait, whoa, I now understand that. And now that's funny. And now with uh, today's, you know, politically correctness, it is very inappropriate now. So, to, I guess we'll start off with our merit badges. And uh, since I'm going first and everything, I have the honor of sharing with you the life-saving merit badge. And some of you might be going, oh, but that's a Boy Scout merit badge. Oh, no, no, no. This is a magical merit badge that I have earned. We Last week, we had a snow day at our school. I found out um, halfway to driving to work that we had a snow day. While I was going to doing that, I unearthed saving three people's lives from, who may have withered and died in the snow. Now, granted, was it an old lady or was it my very uh, in-shape um, yoga instructor next door neighbor? Who's to say? Were they like, you know, 50 miles away or were they like 10 meters away from their actual house? I'm not going to say. I just know that I saved three people's lives. However, one of them was an EMT worker and he saved five people's lives that day. So actually, I saved eight people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> and how did you save their lives? Three life? plus five. <laughs> it checks out. Yep. <laughs> Um, I saved them by shoveling them out of the snow because they would have just withered away and just. Oh, give that's it, how you did it. Exactly. <laughs> so my life-saving merit badge looks like, and it it looks like a thought bubble because this is all in my head, but <laughs> it's it's in the shape of a thought bubble. I am triumphantly holding 
a shovel over my head. It is glistening in the sun, more similarly to the um, Luke Skywalker uh, pose in the uh, New Hope uh, poster. Poster, yeah. uh huh. And everybody is kind of like you know groveling at my feet, just basically thanking me or whatever. Even the five people that never even knew that I saved their lives, coincidentally, <laughs> are also thanking me. Can Can I tell you what I I envision that looking like? You know how in Texas where they call snow days for like an inch of snow? Uh-huh. Yeah, even so less I see, than that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I see like three old people in a car and then there's an inch of snow on the ground and you're sitting there with a shovel and they're like up against the window like, save me. <laughs> oh, I wish it was an inch of snow. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that's what I envision. <laughs> so yes, the life-saving merit yeah, badge. There you go. So that's a good one. Mine is a little bit it's it's more sad and somber oh dear gonna just make the mood go down like that well maybe it's uh it's up for you all to decide so have have you guys seen the the old school tv show the dinosaurs yes yes uh-huh. you know the little baby how she always or he takes the uh, hand the and not, is not the mama uh-huh. yeah the not the mama not the money and he's just sitting there pounding on the top of the head mm-hmm. well that is me. So that's that's the merit badge. My kids, they won this this past week. They they won. They, they won. <laughs> they whittled me and my wife down to a shell of our former selves. And so I got the not the mama merit badge, is what I'll call it. Not the mama, not the <laughs> So sorry, did you explain what does it look like? So it's it's the dinosaur dad. Oh, okay. So it is being the... pounded on the head by okay. the baby. Going not the mama, because <laughs> yes, kids totally won out this week. Kids won, parents zero. All right. Well, my merit badge. I don't even know what to. I've been trying to imagine what it would look like. So you might have to help me with that. But my merit badge is essentially me not being able to find my keys, as you guys are all aware. <laughs> I know Taylor's helped me try to find it. My son Jude here has also tried to find it. And I have tried, I've spent every day for, well, these last couple of days, I've kind of given up, but I spent at least seven days straight every day, spending about an hour to two looking for it. I have, I have cameras in my house and I have watched myself move around (laughs) and try to find it. There's a four, well, let's just say four to five hour window that I lost it. And I was home during those times and I can't find it. And this is, and we've, we, we actually got a locksmith to come out, open the car. We looked in the car while the horn is honking because we don't, we're breaking in technically and to no avail. I have looked everywhere in my house, even places I have not even walked that night. I can't find it. So right now there's currently a $50 reward in the house. If you go by my fridge, there's a $50 bill on there. If you find my keys, you get that $50. So there's some incentive. So I see your merit badge looking like you're an outstretched hand. You're trying to use the force or you're even like touching your the temple of your forehead in front of your car. And like you, you get like some electric force energy just trying to, you know, just trying to will the car to start. That That's how I see that. <laughs> no, I just see me I think it's hitting just... my head <laughs> against the wind, the window of the car. Come on, open. Even though it is open, but like. I see it just the word like it's it's an all white merit badge with 
idiot <laughs> in front of it. But seeing as how I also tried for about an hour <laughs> yeah. and a half trying to find it, I too should technically get that merit badge. And I guess what? Today I went and shoveled my grass, part of it, just to see if somehow I dropped it. Didn't find it. <laughs> Actually, the new one is, so it's your neighbors with like the look through the binoculars view and you're sitting there shoveling your grass. <laughs> there That's you go. the merit badge. What is he doing over like, there, what, Phil? Doing what the crap? Yeah, like the neighbors from, uh, what was it, like uh, Bewitched or I Dream a Genie that were constantly like stalking them. Just oh, like, yeah. look what they're doing now. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, now we have our new one, Taylor. Yeah. So recently I I saw an, an ad for Arby's wings. And of course, immediately that sounds gross, getting wings from Arby's. But upon digging farther, I discovered that Arby's and Buffalo Wild Wings are under the same company shell, I guess I should say. So today we are going to try one wing from Arby's to decide if they are the same ones that you can get at Buffalo Wild Wings for cheaper or if they're different wings. Circumventing the system. And also getting them at a reasonable speed (laughs) because Buffalo Wild Wings, I have a story there, but it takes hours to get Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, especially the, the biggest thing ever is going to Buffalo Wild Wings, ordering, seeing that there's no one around, and two hours later, you get your wings. So here we go, and we'll see what we get. I want to note for all those listeners out there, this is a buffalo sauce. I'm not the biggest fan of buffalo sauces. They, but I have to say that I do enjoy this. Now, I'm not a, as big of a wing person as you guys. In fact, the past couple of times we've had game nights, and you guys have gotten your orders Five hours late from Buffalo Wild Wings. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor. <laughs> Just uh, a, a shame um, statement right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've not, but from what I recall, the last time I was at Buffalo Wild Wings, I, I think it's either, like you said, a buffalo sauce or it might be the same thing. Now, here's the thing, and here's maybe what we need to do for a, a random spin the wheel. Dumpster dive at a Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> dumpster diving, that's a good leg off there kind of thing. No, just dumpster dive yeah. to find the, 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 the contents of the bottle. If the bottle is <laughs> Oh, a, I see what you're saying. The bottle <laughs> is Buffalo a Wild Buffalo Wings Wild it. Wings. <laughs> <laughs> but do you guys think that it is the same wing, though? The chicken's different. It's not breaded the same. And, it's, and there's for some reason, Buffalo Wild Wings is always kind of a round ball like that's lopsided. Where that, to mine, at least the one you gave me, were strips. Were like type. strips. Yeah. Okay. Which I have no problem with that. I have no problem with the shape. But I, I did like the consistency of the chicken. Wasn't like the most awesome. But I mean, neither is Buffalo Wild Wings, but they're boneless. These were boneless. Just heads up. So I would say, I, I, if they could get more flavors, I would go there instead of Buffalo Wild Wings. I'd say that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So there's two flavors. There's buffalo and hot honey mustard for those out there. And yeah. So if you've had Arby's, let us know and we will go on from here. Yep. And that is the taste test. All right. Now for the game of Spin the Wheel. 
where we have various things that we will be either asked to ask each other and try to come up with um, a plausible or implausible situations and, uh, and then laugh and make fun of each other. All right. So Brett's first. Yep. All right, Brett, you get Would You Rather. All right. Would you rather have a magical TV slash tablet that would play anything you wanted for a six-month consolidated time? So it wasn't just, you know, January to June. It would be six months in total. But then you would have to have two years of nothing but garbage TV once that six months was up. So basically infomercials for two years. Or, or you know, cable news. <laughs> or, I think I'd rather have Or <laughs> um, like PBS or... Yeah. Hey, Antiques Roadshow is on PBS. Oh, what? okay. How I'm about this? C-SPAN. You want C-SPAN for oh. two years? <laughs> so, oh. well, sorry. It was the tablet for six months at anything, right? Or TV? Uh, six months of TV or, or whatever you wanted. You'd be uh. like, you know what? I... I would like to see this. Disney has been holding this uh-huh. series or TV show hostage forever. There, but you pro- know it's out there. You know it's out there. It exists. It, you could bring it back and watch it. You have a six-month time period where you could watch anything that has ever existed on television. But then your reward for that is you'd have to have two years of nothing but garbage TV. Okay, so what's the rather? I'm, I'm, I'm missing that, I guess. Oh, I... I I guess, or just... Or just your basic TV. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I do have a would you rather. Or go five years without any screen entertainment at all. So six months of anything that you wanted plus two years of garbage. But then what's after that? Just regular TV? Yeah, then it goes back to regular. But Or five years of nothing. Five years of nothing? What, What follows that? going back to normal well i definitely want the tablet then because i mean that just seems like a win-win you get tablet for six months and then two years of garbage versus five months five years of nothing but just think about this look at all the good that you could possibly do in the world if by just like giving up tv like, oh. you, you could save the rainforest. I'd be one of those people, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd like future Jeremy if that was the case. Jeremy, you could read books. Who are you? <laughs> I'll wait for the movie to come out. <laughs> now, if you told me that it was five years of nothing preceded by or followed by um, the rest of your life of that tablet slash TV of whatever you want to watch, that would be tricky. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, for this, I'm going six months mm. and then two years. Yeah, let, let's say after the five years, you get the tablet back and you get it f- for the rest of your life. Ooh, Does that'd that be change, interesting. change anything? That, yeah, that's what I was saying with the, the change. Um, if, if that's the case, I'm waiting the five years. Man, just think of all the shows you'd be building up. Like Everybody's like, you need to see this. You need uh, to see this. And you're don't like, don't worry. I will. <laughs> I will. But what if it's gone off of streaming? I'll be fine. Don't worry about it. But here, here's another thing. This is an actual thing that my in-laws, my parental in-laws, uh, I guess when they got married, they had a deal. So for the first 20 years of marriage, my father-in-law got to watch sports on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And then the next 20 years, he couldn't watch anything 
Wow. On Sundays. And he took that deal. And wow. he's been waiting. I think I think he might actually be back on to where for the next 20 he gets to watch oh, sports so it's on been Sundays. 40-ish years now. So yeah, now he's so back he started on. the first 20 years watching it and then he's just finishing up the latter half of the 20 this years. Is, this is now the Sunday. time not to watch it on Sundays because all the technology, you can watch it on the next day just fine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to say five, I'll take the five years in that. I'll take five years too. Yeah. Because then I'll have all the power. And then people will come over to my house and be like, let's watch this. Like, okay, let's do it. Especially with those movies that you can't, that you have to rent or buy. All right. So it is my turn. And I get, what would you have done? My, what, what would you have done that I have up here is if you all of a sudden woke up in the Glade in Maze Runner, would you have been one of those people that just like, you know, Camped in the glade and just accepted that you're going to be there forever. Yeah. <laughs> or would you have like That's gone? my final answer, Bob. <laughs> I would first be annoyed that I couldn't remember anything in, that happened in my life up to that moment except for the ability to speak English and understand certain things and be able to walk and stuff like that. I'd be super annoyed because I'd be like, what's, what's this deal? Like, couldn't I, I could learn a brand new language that I might not have ever known. And but I and so I would be annoyed by that. But then I would uh I, I think possibly part of like my personality would like have bled in. And so I'd be paranoid about everything and I wouldn't trust a single soul. Yeah. <laughs> would you just eventually just walk into the maze and be like, I'm done? I think well, first off, I think I'd wake up and be like, oh crap, this is a sausage fest. <laughs> And then I'd walk into the maze and be done. <laughs> I, I, secondly, I would I would try to do my homework and find out that you know if you survive an encounter by one of those those things that uh, those scorpion type uh, creature things or whatever, and you get injected in it, do you turn into one of those? Because then I'd be like, you know what? I think I'm for that. <laughs> I I think I'm for like mutating. So what are you gonna do? Push somebody? Like, hey, let's see what happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me do an they just explode. I guess not. Nope, that's not for nope. me. My bad. Nope, I guess I'll find a way out then. <laughs> How long before you actually go crazy and then just like walk into the maze and be done with it? It depends on, you know, we come up with a sports system, you know? We start playing soccer or football or baseball. Or what if like you're friends with like everyone and then a new person comes along and they are the most annoying person? We, and then we and trick them. <laughs> trick them in. well hey, if you're, there, there's the fruit over there if Go you're if it. you're friends with everybody you'd be less like hey you know that new guy uh, you know um well, let's just like walk into the maze and get him lost and, and then, then run out, run out. <laughs> or what if it's one of those people that everybody likes but you're like the one person that is on to them and you hate them have you ever met yes, one of those yes. people before mm -hmm. oh yeah uh-huh yep <laughs> Ouch. I'm telling on you. Who are you going to tell on? Your and who wife. Gonna, oh, my wife. Your sister. <laughs> yep. That's right. She won't care. Yeah, she won't. <laughs> All right, Taylor, you got Desert Island. So we're going to we're gonna put a play on this. We are actually going to Desert Island. Ooh. Ooh. Add an S to this, huh? Yeah. Describe what your dessert island looks like. 
so my dessert island would look like standard beach island, kind of like um, the 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 that famous scene off of either Spaceballs or Planet of the Apes, where you're on a deserted beach, waves ca- crashing in, Statue of Liberty, but the Statue of Liberty is holding an ice cream cone, and inside the Statue of Liberty is a unlimited buffet of various desserts and you know and there is a whole bunch of uh, apes that are roaming around the things but i'm fine with myself because i have this they, they don't know what they're missing they just <laughs> think that i'm a disgusting filthy human and um and i just like live part of my life in the statue of liberty you dirty ape yeah that's right um i'm just gonna go with a traditional island but so uh, you're just going with a, a normal island. Okay. No. Nope. Listen. You said it. <laughs> Listen. So, no. The beaches are going to be made of, unfortunately... Uh, oh, no. We're going to go with uh, vanilla wafers. Ooh. Crunched up vanilla wafers, the, the ones that they use for pie, pie crust. I'm not doing Oreo because I don't like Oreos. I'm weird. Then the palm trees are going to be made out of red... Vi- I mean, no. Yeah, red vines, not Twizzlers. That's gross. And then there's just going to be... Rocks made of, since it's fresh on my mind, Reese's peanut butter cup. And then the mountain that is going to be in the background is going to be made of ice cream with hot fudge on it. And Ooh, a volcano of Ooh. Hot, fudge. hot fudge. Yep. Be like, oh man, it hasn't exploded for a couple of days. I need some hot fudge on my ice cream. And you're like, like, here it goes. I'm going to be eating good tonight. <laughs> So this is this is mine. Okay, so the the ocean is frosting. Oh. The the sand is cinnamon and sugar. Oh, that's a good good one. The trees are churros and then the leaves on the palm trees are the sweet tarts ropes. Oh, yeah. all... Yours is better than mine. I want to yeah. leave mine already. <laughs> and I think I will also what what other desserts do I like? I mean, you could go catch some Swedish fish. You could <laughs> Yeah, Swedish fish are out there. They're swimming. Like gummy bears are. Every, every <laughs> oh man, if gummy rock, bears were alive, I wouldn't eat them. I'd be like, let's go play. You know how they have the cakes that look like real things? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what every everything else looks like the real thing. But, but it's a red velvet cake. cake. It, it's like a red velvet cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory or different Cheesecake Factory things. I think I, I too will take the volcano with ice cream, but instead of hot fudge, I'm going to go caramel. Oh, the churros are Disneyland churros. Oh, good call. Good call. Oh, yeah. Sweet Disneyland All right. churros. So now it's on to Brett's lick off. So interesting that I have, uh, that we had the uh, taste testing thing for before we did this because my lick off is a ghost pepper and oh. 12 full licks. So I imagine. Well, Either you you're look, opening this up. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're slicing the ghost okay. pepper open. You're not de- you're not taking off any of the membrane. You're not taking off any the of the seeds. You cut it open 12 licks. I am just curious what the Scoville thing is for that versus like a jalapeno, just so I can get some, you know. Reference. Reference. But if if you're licking a jalapeno, is, a, would, that be, would that be spicy? Like the inside of a, yeah. It is? Uh-huh. I guess the. Once you cut it open, if you were to lick the inside, just like he's explaining with the 
Oh. Hmm. So it says the hottest ghost pepper is 416 times hotter than the mildest jalapeno. Holy crap. So yeah, that's pretty hot. Um, and how many licks? 12 licks? I want 12. I want a dozen you licks. You want a dozen. So, so of course the strategy is going to be just get the licks over with as fast as you possibly can. Yes, and then die. <laughs> so um, a jalapeno averages about 5,000 on the Scoville heat units. And ghost pepper. But is this eating it though? No, no. This, this is, is just licking. Yes, but this well, I'm is saying just, like the the your spicy. Yeah, I'm skill. sure it's spicing, but I mean eating it. But I don't know how it's measured. Like if it's. So I'm I'm, I'm wondering if it's like lessened by like half, or if it you get the full brunt of. But so that's a jalapeno, but but um, the ghost pepper is eight hundred fifty five thousand at the lowest to a million. So five thousand versus like a million. So that thing's hot. Oh, all right. I'll start us off. <laughs> I'm going to say 50,000. 50,000. Oh, geez. I'll take it down to 10,000. Okay. Ooh. But first, let me tell you a quick story. Okay. So when I was on an, an LDS mission to Argentina, we all had these peppers. We have no clue what peppers they were. And all of us were like, oh, okay, let's all take a bite out of these peppers all at once. So all of us, I think there was like eight people who all took a bite of these peppers. And to preface, there's one gallon of milk and two faucets that have water running. And there's eight of us. <laughs> and it was like clean water. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was clean water because we were up in the mountains. We took a bite of these and all of us were dry heaving. We oh, had, wow. Yes, they I were would be so flipping this. hot. And it was hilarious because there was big fights over the gallon of milk, the faucets, and it was just pure chaos in less than 10 seconds of taking a bite of those peppers. So yeah, 10,000. I'm already regretting my decision, <laughs> but that's what I'm going with. Yeah. My short story to that is, so yeah, on my mission, uh, habanero, I ate a half a habanero. Somebody else, this woman ate an, the other half. She downed it. No liquid, nothing. Just sat there and looked at me, and I was dying. And it's very similar. I was downing milk one after another after another. And that I'm looking at habaneros, and they're a hundred thousand, three hundred fifty thousand. So that's a tenth, roughly, of what a ghost pepper is. So I am going to be throwing up. I'm going to be hiccuping a lot because that's what happens when I eat really spicy food. I hiccup a lot, and I hate it because then like the acids are coming up. I'll take five thousand for that miserable day. Five thousand. Wow. Yes. Do I go lower than that? Have people been hospitalized for eating a ghost yes, pepper? Yes, I think they have. I, I mean, I, I, I think I've seen people that eat too spicy of stuff. Let me, let's just Google it. Let's see if how many, Google, how many people have died eating a ghost pepper? People have definitely been hospitalized, it says. Let's see. This article literally says, can you die from eating a ghost pepper? And <laughs> yes, there are many cases where people have died from eating spicy food back in 2016, as reported at the time. By the Inquisitor, a two-year-old... Oh, that doesn't count. Sorry, a two-year-old. Indian girl died after accidentally biting into a hot pepper. Can ghost peppers burn a hole in your stomach? Yes, ghost peppers can burn a hole in your stomach. But remember, you're not yeah. eating them. You're just you're <laughs> just giving this uh, a dozen licks. <laughs> One, two, three. three. <laughs> Holy. <clears throat> um, I'm going to stay at 
where are you? <laughs> You're at 5,000. Yeah, I'm me. staying there unless you say otherwise. I'm also thinking of the repercussions as well. It's just um, like wings, spicy in, spicy out. Yep. Ooh. Yep. I'm sure there'll be some kind of spicy out. <laughs> uh, oh. See, I do want to whittle this down so maybe we I can see this, but I think if I go lower, you're going to let me have it. That's the name of the game. Look on. But then again, the chances of these ever getting funded is very, very slim. Yeah, I and know, I think five thousand. Somebody wants to buy. Ask is asking if we uh, offer insurance. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case, forty thousand seven hundred and fifty. How much? Four thousand seven hundred fifty. Yes, I'll go four thousand five hundred. Four thousand two fifty. I don't even know why you're doing this. You're cringing. You're like, I don't know. It's like, and then if I give up, you're gonna be so mad at me. I know I am. You said four thousand two hundred fifty. Yeah. Four thousand. Oh, good. It's yours. <laughs> All right. Winner, well, winner, winner. Ghost pepper dinner. So oh. yeah, if you guys want to see a YouTube video of Jer dying, or, no, just getting a hole like burned into his stomach. Don't worry, we'll film the before and after. <laughs> At least I know this much. <laughs> after I lick it, I'm not putting my tongue like back in my mouth because then I, I know that's one of the rookie mistakes is you move your tongue around in your mouth and like get coating the sides of it and the tops of it with that spicy membrane or whatever it is that gets into your tongue. So yeah, nope, not doing that. My turn for spin the wheel. And I got what if, what if you could pick a movie or a TV fantasy world? Which one would you pick? To, to live, live in? in? Yeah. To live in for the rest of your life. Movie so, and Pleasantville. <laughs> Pleasantville. Okay, that's just a little explain. Yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> you, where are you going? Pre-color or post-color? Oh, pre-color, pre-color. <laughs> I, I I totally want to like live in like the the whole thing where like nobody knows anything that's going on or and anything outside the city exactly. doesn't really exist. What's outside Pleasantville? What's outside Pleasantville? Yeah, who wants to know that? Are you, you gonna be on the basketball team? Realized? Yeah, I I would never miss a single shot. And, you know, and just think about it. The worst thing that can happen in that li life, in that world, is a cat being stuck in a tree. <laughs> you don't think it'd be boring? Nah. So he thinks he's going to Pleasantville, but in all reality, he's stuck in WandaVision. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I have not watched that. So it's after watching it, they are very similar. Yeah. Like the the first couple episodes, right? Is that what you're yeah. talking about? I mean, the first couple episodes are like um, Dick Van Dyke or, I mean, I feel like it was a very heavy Dick Van Dyke in the first episode. Yeah, really heavy. I'm so bored. Let's get this over with. Yeah. I gave up on that show. I didn't finish it. I should because I found out this. This is a complete new tangent that the last episode of WandaVision and the last episode of Loki if you play them together at the same time, which somebody has this time on their hands. To Dark Side of the Moon. Yes, to the Dark Side of the Moon. Exactly. While watching Wizard of Oz. Holy crap. No, but like Loki. So remember when they go to the, um, like, is it the timekeeper or whoever yeah. he is at the end? So when he goes, uh-oh, something's changed. That's apparently the exact same second that whatever something happens with WandaVision. Have you seen that final scene? Uh-uh. Oh, apparently, it coincides with the WandaVision. Like, whatever mm. she does. That's what he's referring to. Spoiler alert. Mm. Just kidding. Well, I haven't seen it, so 
except that is a low key. That spoiler. that is interesting. Uh, what were we talking about? Fantasy world. Okay, Taylor. I think I'd just be a part of Big Bang Theory. <laughs> is that a fantasy world though? Oh, does it have to be a fantasy I mean, world? If if you're if you're Leonard and you get to date Penny, yes, it is a fantasy world. <laughs> I think I just I I want to be friends with them because they do a lot of fun things. Yes, those they would like be my nerdy things. I know Sheldon would probably get on my nerves. Yes, I'd like to see him make with Sheldon for days. <laughs> I, would, I would not be his roommate. I would not be Leonard. Yeah. I would want to be Raj's roommate. If I had to pick a roommate with any of them, it'd be Raj. Especially because how he treats um, the comic book dude. I can't remember his name. Stuart? Yeah, Stuart. You know. I'm trying to think of any other of like fantasy world that I would want to be a part of. I mean, I mean, like, you know, the default would be like, oh, I'd totally love to be like in the same world that the, the Avengers is in. But then you're like, you could be murdered by like space aliens or something like you. You're yeah, just like, mind. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, you're just a background. Character exactly. You're back. Exactly. Yeah, oh. Like spoiler alert for um, Hawkeye. First episode. Whoa. It's kind of that same concept. <laughs> but yeah, uh, hmm. I'm trying to think if there was a Maybe like a video game because you get infinite lives. Oh, man. If we could do cartoons, I'd do Wreck-It Ralph. You're just in the video game. Yeah. So it's just the building. Just in a building and then we all get to meet in the like the circuit breaker or whatever. Until your game is unpopular and it gets unplugged. That's true. And then you can't go turbo. Uh, Maybe maybe I'm rethinking this because, yeah, the world is going away from arcades anyway. Yeah, I'm going to stick with my original answer. It's kind of boring. What, Big Bang? Yeah. Okay. But I would also really like to make fun of Sheldon. This sounds and everyone else super geeky. But I'd I'd do I'd choose Supernatural <laughs> if I could if I could be. He's a the, background character and he dies. If you could be Dean, if no, if I could hang out with oh. them in some capacity, be like one of the other hunters, like even the mm. the guy that plays the new guy that turns into the werewolf. Turns into a werewolf. Yeah, I don't know. I I usually. It's just like, oh, hey, we're going to catch up with this other hunter. Oh, um, oh, they died. They all <laughs> got taken out by a nest of vampires. <laughs> That's, That's <true>. too bad. <laughs> I'll be Bobby. Bobby. But he eventually dies. Exactly. Ooh, X-Files would kind of be kind of cool. I was thinking almost X-Men, but that's the same thing what Brett was just saying earlier. All right. So now it is whose turn? Taylor. Taylor. I already lost it. Could you fight it? So you are in... Jurassic Park. You have a fully automatic weapon versus a T-Rex. So here's the thing. Guns never work in Jurassic Park. Do they have like an exoskeleton that is bulletproof? I'm pretty sure guns would work against all the dinosaurs. I don't think their guns are powerful enough because they're using like standard, like what we would take bear hunting or whatever, and they're trying to take down a large or fast animal. Yeah, they're like... But Isn't even there a gun for like raptors? Raptors, yeah, they have the shotguns. Like, yeah. Um, what um, what I'm trying to say, <laughs> if I can get it out of my mouth, is like the elephant guns that they have. You know, we've all heard of those that you need to buy a special elephant gun if you want to shoot an elephant or like a rhino. That's true. And so I think it's like the thickness of their their mass of um, their skin, first of all, and their muscle and all that. So it's probably just going. It's like a sliver to them. It's like ooh. Oh, that hurt. But here's the next thing. If they realize that, if we can realize that T-Rexes need bigger ammunition, 
wouldn't they have bigger guns in the think. show? You would think. I mean, you'd, you'd think also think that, you know, stormtroopers, like, for as big as the Empire is, were actually good at shooting. Sh- at, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> they must, yeah, with them that in their spaceships, they don't have a shooting range. <laughs> you're like, just, you're now a stormtrooper. Yeah, Here's a gun. The training is I point and shoot. <laughs> I don't know how to shoot this gun. Eh. <laughs> That's secondary. Just, just put on this white gear. We mainly want numbers. That's all we care about. Quantity over quality. People are scared when they see a bunch of us. Okay. They're not going to be scared if you see five of you and they're really good at shooting. Yeah, that's true. So you have you can pick one gun versus a T-Rex. Could you fight it? Um, could this one gun be a rocket launcher or a bazooka? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once again, you would think that they would have something like that. I don't think I could kill a T-Rex with any gun unless it's like, like, yeah, like a rocket launcher, I guess I could maybe, that'd maybe blow it to smithereens. Wouldn't a 50 cal like destroy a T-Rex? I think it would. I think Why if you don't just, they have that? I'm, I'm actually mad now. 50 calibers can the destroy a car. The creators of Jurassic Park are idiots. <laughs> You know what I would like to do? I I would like to do this. I would like to attack a T-Rex with a rocket launcher and after hitting it, just turn to the person who I'm with and say, huh, it fell funny. (laughs) What was that from? (laughs) That is from, uh, what is it? That's uh, Departed? Departed, yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. If I could get like a big old bazooka or grenade launcher not that i really know which ones would do the job but i feel like i could but not with like a a gun unless i had maybe a 50 caliber with like endless ammunition and somebody was driving the car all in all i just use that question to vent my frustrations about (laughs) how stupid the people are in jurassic park it's true well at least in jurassic world they put like the chips in each one of them but then they didn't work because the guy scratched it out the that one abomination Stupid Jurassic Park. All right. Now it's time for fake news. Fake news. I got some fake news for you guys. So I'm actually proud of this one. So first round. What was that? I'm channeling you. I'm channeling the Babylon Bee and trying to figure out like which one. (laughs) I'm still mad about Jurassic Park. What about? Oh, (laughs) I've already forgotten it, apparently. I was like, why are you mad about Jurassic Park? Sorry. I'm moving on. All right. First. Ooh, wait, just one second. Jurassic Park ver- dinosaurs versus stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many are there? You oh, would need wow. at least 10 million stormtroopers to take down one T-Rex. We've lost 10 battalions. Just one Keep T-Rex. sending them. I don't think we've hit it yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Location, location, location. <laughs> if he, they don't hold steel. <laughs> All right. So the first headline is police finally throw out old embarrassing evidence from the 80s. Number two, dad left fuming as daughter tells him she spent 60 pounds in England on new air for car tires. Number three, Nets front office wishes Kyrie... Irving would stop acting like Kyrie Irving. Ooh, that, that's that sounds that's so tempting. That is, I know, so I think, tempting. I think Jer's trying to bait me on that one. So because so we're just trying to decide which one's fake again. No, which no, one's which true. One's true. Two fake. 
I, I should say that. Yes. We're going to do three rounds, one truth of the headlines and two fake on each round. So I, I, I so want to do the Kyrie Irving thing, but because it's just something that I so want to do, I want to do, I, it makes me want to choose daughter spends 60 pounds on air for tires. I want to say that I actually saw that article and I'm kind of thinking that that is, but I'm just wondering if, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going same Z's. You going I, tires? I think I've, I'm, yeah, when it comes back as false, <laughs> then I'll just look even more stupid. But yes, that's what I'm picking as well. Well, you're both right. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I am very surprised because I thought those were a pretty good one. Okay. That was a good one. It was. But. I'm pretty sure the Nets front office do wish <laughs> that Kyrie Irving would stop being Kyrie Irving. All right. Second round. Tim Duncan claims he has helped over 20,000 women with sensible retirement planning. Number two. Women goes from a bobby pin to a Tennessee home in 28 trades. Do you know what that means? Just Yes. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Boston General introduces new... Night Among the Patients event featuring cocktails and live music. So hospital is having an event. What's that last one again? Boston General introduces new quote unquote Night Among the Patients event featuring cocktails and live music. First off, Tim Duncan, I'm sorry. I've saved eight people's lives. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Second, ah. That I don't think that Tim Duncan, that mm, he is a great guy. Like when I think of outstanding uh, persons off the basketball field, I do think of Tim Duncan, but I'm just not going with that. People in Boston, I don't think like having fun. So I'm going with person trades eight times for a bobby pin and gets like a house or something like that, whatever that one was. Yeah, woman goes from a bobby pin to a home. And 28 but trades. Here's also the thing if the hospital one is false, then that means Jer made this up, and that's kind of rude. That's kind of <laughs> <laughs> it's rude that, that I made up a headline. Yeah, th- yeah, you made up a headline about people who are in the hospital and you're pulling the rug out from underneath them saying that. I mean, we're supposed to have a good time. I mean, granted, when Jeremy did say the whole thing about um, Boston General or whatever, I had a a mental image of Hawkeye Pierce walking around with a martini glass, (laughs) just kind of like, (laughs) hey, lady and germs. Um, I'm going to go a hospital one. And Brett, you went the trade one? Yes. Brett's two. You're one, Taylor. You're sick, Jeremy. (laughs) You're just sick. All right. Let's see if you can tie it up at least. Yeah. Or Brett can go for a perfect game. Well, what did what did she trade? Um, I I watched it. It was like a video, more or less. Um, she traded a bobby pin for earrings somehow. I don't know. And then some earrings for how oh, I can't even remember the order. Anyway, she gets to like a, a snowboard eventually. She gets to an Apple TV, and then she doesn't say a lot of the in between stuff. And then the one before the house was like a mini tiny like mobile house, like 
almost like a house, but yeah. it was just one room. I didn't think it'd be like a legit house. But... No, no. The final one was a legit house. Oh, really? So he, she traded this. It was essentially a solar powered home that could be moved around, but it was no bigger than like. So she doesn't share what she traded in between. No. I'm calling bullcrap on this lady. <laughs> she did not do this. She had help. But also she was like a TikToker influencer. So, mm. you know, she had people kind of aware of what she was doing. So she kind of used her power for evil. Uh, I still think she's full of crap. I mean, I will say I do have like some sort of advantage on Taylor over this because I listened to Cabin Pressure and Douglas traded, uh, was d doing this on an episode. Yeah. I, 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 th I knew that had no effect on the whole thing, but I was just like, I've heard a com comedy series where this actually happened in real life. Hmm. Or not in real life. All and, right. Anywho. Next the one. third and final round. So the first article is historians reveal aqueducts were also used as an intricate water park system. A water park system? Yep. For like fun. I could see that. It's like, hey guys, uh, you know where we get the water? Let's go slide down it. Number don't, two. Don't pee in it. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, California man sues psychic who said she could remove witch's curse from X. Number three, Philadelphia woman gives birth on the way to a hospital in Tesla, in a Tesla, sorry, on autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. First off, I, I, I have to applaud that I, I, and I'm, that you did not include a Florida man one because I would have loved Florida man, California man, Philadelphia That's true. Woman. And then Oregon man. That's true. I should have done <laughs> but Florida man. Even if the California one is false, I'm pretty sure it's still true somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere someone did that in California. If it was Louisiana, would you believe it more? I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. Well, Louisiana man. Yeah. Louisiana man sues psychic who said she could remove witch's oh. curse. Uh, Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> I still think it, it would be more true in California oh, or really? Florida. Call me now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think the aqueducts is false but aren't a lot of them go like underground too yeah then the, the, they go straight for miles so i can't like you know you'd, <laughs> so you'd, you'd, you'd have to first off you'd have, going, to, you'd have to climb up Whee! the whole thing i mean Whee! that's a form of travel right there <laughs> i mean you could say that it was like a way of conditioning where they're just like all right guys you're going to be in the roman army you know start scaling this thing what's our reward sliding down this thing well first we're gonna have to w wade in water and so eventually these like you know these family members just super jacked and they're just like wow how'd you get so super jacked <laughs> sliding down the aqueducts <laughs> so i'm gonna say that one is false <laughs> <laughs> all right then um, by that logic it's either Woman gives birth in Tesla, or the um, I so psychic. want the Tesla one to be true. So but don't you have to have your hands on the wheel for the Tesla to drive I, on autopilot? <laughs> I don't know. But I don't I'm know. Sure, I I don't own a Tesla. Um, that, even if so, <laughs> she's holding onto the wheel, gritting her teeth, <laughs> and and the Tesla is like push, breathe, <laughs> and then every time she gets near to a lane, beep 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 beep, and she's like. Back over. 
Well, he didn't say that she was alone in the Tesla. It was just that she woman gives birth in a Tesla on while it's on autopilot. So, I mean, it could be like, you know, some, she could be the passenger. She could be in the back seat. It could be, there could be more to the whole thing. She's not, or did you say that she's driving herself to? It says Philadelphia woman gives birth on way to hospital in a Tesla. So she's just on, on way. She's not driving it. I mean... So I didn't alter this headline I, at all. I, I know, I know. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna go with that. I will go. I will choose first because since I'm in the lead, so I will. Unless you would like to. I think I. I'm gonna go California, man. Even though I think it's probably the Tesla. Yeah, I'm going Tesla. All right, you guys have tied it up. Oh, California yes. man! I knew the Californians are crazy. <laughs> And now I've alienated Montana and California. Only 48 states to go, baby. (laughs) Next on to countries after that. (laughs) All right. All right. So I have a segment I'd like to try. It's called, Is It a Blank Movie? And I got this idea because I was thinking about the biggest uh, discussions that people have about, are these Christmas movies, you know, Die Hard for one example, Gremlins for another one, and Nightmare Before Christmas, I guess, kind of, I guess. So I'm thinking Valentine's Day. Okay. So I have a list of five movies. Do you think that these could be classified as Valentine's movies? And so I I found a list of weird Valentine's movies. So the first one... and. most of us have probably heard, but I will read the title, give the synopsis. Is it a Valentine's Day movie? There's something about Mary. Ted, Ben Stiller, dreams, dream prom date with Mary, Cameron Diaz, never happens due to an embarrassing injury at her home. Years later, Ted hires Paul Healy, Matt Dillon, to track down Mary so that he can reconnect with her. Pat lies to Ted about Mary and finds out everything he can about her. Uh, her to trick her into dating him. Ted travels to meet Mary and has to weave through a web of lies that Pat and Mary's friend Tucker Lee Evans have woven to win her over. So is there something about Mary? Is that a Valentine's Day movie? First I'll say six minute ab. (laughs) Oh, Harlan Williams. Um, No, that is not a Valentine's movie because in my opinion, if that's a Valentine's movie, just about every rom-com's a Valentine's movie. I mean, sure, you could watch it during Valentine's, mm-hmm. but is it a Valentine's movie? No. Have I I actually have not seen this movie, but I remember, yeah, I don't think it is either. Yeah, there's nothing to do with Valentine's there. Okay. In my book. So yeah, I, I just found this list of uh, weird random movies that people classify as Valentine's movies. So second movie, Warm bodies. A terrible plague has left the planet population divided between zombies and humans. An unusual zombie named R, Nicholas Holt, sees uh, sees his walking dead brethren attacking a living woman named Julia and rescues her. Julia sees R, is different from the other zombies and pairs to, uh, let's see, and the pair embark on an unusual relationship as their bonds, their bond grows 
and R becomes more and more human, a chain of events unfolds that could transform the entire lifeless world. Now, I remember this movie did come out around Valentine's Day. Yes, I I remember they marketed it as a Valentine's Day type movie. And having seen the movie, I, I'm going to say yes, that this is in fact a Valentine's Day movie. Because it's about becoming, basically about becoming human again. So what's more Valentine's than... Not eating the person you love. <laughs> um, I like this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's very creative with um, zombies, and especially when zombies were going through, um, were very popular and mainstream for movies, books, TV, whatever. So I give it that. But I, once again, am saying no. This is not a Valentine's Day movie. All right. So this is a movie that did come out on Valentine's Day. It is called My Bloody Valentine. I knew this one was coming. As soon as you said this, I'm like, this, this is the movie's coming up. Ten years ago, in an, un, an, an ex, inexperienced coal miner named Tom Hanniger, Jensen Eccles, caused an accident that killed five Jensen men. Jensen Eccles is in this? Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. I need to watch this. It's also in 3D. Uh, caused an accident that killed five men and put a sixth Harry Warden into a coma. A year later, on Valentine's Day, Harry woke up and murdered 22 people with a pickaxe before dying. Now Tom has returned home, still haunted by his past, and something else is back in harmony, a pickaxe-wielding killer in a miner's mask who may be the ghost of Harry, come to claim Tom as his last friend. <laughs> so for a second, I thought you said a Harry warden. So I was like thinking like a Yeti guy who's also a warden of a prison who also happens to mind going around like killing people. I will say that I want to see this now because I like Jensen Eccles, Dean on Supernatural. I will say this is a Valentine's movie because it has it right there in the title. Mm -hmm. It is not a stereotypical Valentine's movie. It is for those that are probably... Weird and kinky. <laughs> no, those without dates that staying home mad at Valentine's Day, so it's for them. Or so for just... the, the ones that are a little bit more darker in the relationship. <laughs> so, so you're going there. It's, it's, okay. going val- it's Valentine's Day, but it's not the stereotypical Valentine's Day movie. Yeah, but is there any Valentine's related... I mean... Possibly people get pickaxes to the heart. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Cupid. Everybody gets so hurt. By, Some by people that, get hurt on Valentine's so Day. So, by that same logic, Warm Bodies is technically a Valentine's Day movie. It's a movie you can watch on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, but I wouldn't say it's. A, I just don't see your logic between. <laughs> I don't either. Murdering I, and murdering. <laughs> I don't either. But it's clear in my mind. And that's what's important. It's clear in your <laughs> mind. Okay. You murder someone and, oh. But it's, it's just, everybody's got their own interests. And this is just for those people who that, like scary on That one doesn't day. really seem like a movie to me. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a movie to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> or it doesn't day. seem like a movie. Um, <laughs> that's not real. A Valentine's Day movie, I should say. So I just ruined my, by my own logic. <laughs> Fine, it's a Valentine's Day movie since I brought up that, my logic. 
Excellent. This is exactly what I was hoping would happen. <laughs> so all in all, is this why you, the order you came up with? Uh-huh, if you yep. murder someone, it's a Valentine's Day movie. Okay, that's no, what we've come up with. If it's with in so the far. title, well, <laughs> I mean, just think about this because this is what I was thinking about. I was curious what you guys were because th- uh, what you go go here. Do you know what the day before Valentine's Day is? Sometimes Friday, Friday the thirteenth. So, and you know what? Do you know what Jason really loves? Killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I got married on Friday the 13th. <laughs> uh-huh. So if they came out with a movie called Chucky's Valentine's Day. Yes, it's a Valentine's it's Day It's a Valentine's Day movie. If, and it has, it's just him going around killing people. Yes, and all those. No all, love in it whatsoever. It's a Valentine's Day movie. All those murdering s- snowman are Christmas movies. And like all the evil Santa Claus, I'm sure there's someone. No else. one's seen those except I've for seen the them in Blockbuster back in the day. Yeah, everyone saw them at Blockbuster, but no one ever rented them, <laughs> so no one can say whether they are in fact a Christmas movie. But I'm pretty sure that there was probably some opening of a presents and things like that in those movies. <laughs> is the movie series The Leprechaun is that a St. Patrick's Day movie? Absolutely. <laughs> that kills people. So basically, if you want to get in the holiday spirit, you make a movie about killing people and then you add the holiday exactly. title into your movie. It's title. for those people that want both. They want love and murder. Then, then by that, then <laughs> love and murder. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty sure we have disproved our (laughs) our own selves in our trying to argue for this. Yes, I'm sure we have, and I'm fine with that. I really want to know who's winning this argument so far. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's me. Is the people not listening to this podcast are winning? I don't know. I'm listening to this, and I think I'm a winner because I'm listening to this. (laughs) All right. What else you got for us? All right. So next, I have the movie Her. A sensitive and soulful man earns a living by writing personal letters for other people. Left heartbroken after his marriage ends, Theodore, Joaquin Phoenix, becomes fascinated with a new operating system which reportedly develops into an intuitive and unique entity in its own right. He starts the program and meets Samantha Scarlett Johansson, whose bright voice reveals a sensitive, playful personality, though friends, quotation marks, Initially, their relationship soon deepens into love, where basically Joaquin Phoenix's character falls in love with his phone. Does anyone get murdered? <laughs> yeah, isn't there like, is there a twist of this? Because I know of the movie. I've never seen the movie. I, the movie looked ridiculous to me, so I never saw it. I laughed hysterically when I saw the, the, the trailer for it because it's so ridiculous. I think the twist is he starts a girl like, Finally, some other actress who's kind of well-known, but I didn't pull up on here, starts falling for him, and he has a conflict of interest of his relationship with this phone AI system and an actual real person. Isn't Scarlett Johansson in this movie? Yes. Yeah, she's, she's the, the voice. Phone. That's what I thought. Well, that'd be hard not to <laughs> fall in love with that then. Let's see. I, by my logic that I've oh, used great. in the past... Here we go. I feel like this has to be a Valentine's Day movie. What? How is this a Valentine's Day movie? Give me, give, okay. Tell me what. 
don't and know. How, and how is Warm Bodies not a Valentine's Day movie? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm I'm rethinking it all. Maybe they're all Valentine's they're Day all Valentine's Day movies. Uh, Lizzie, what was? I'm just gonna go Kay. back. No, so, I'm going to check about off Mary. the boxes for you here. Something about Mary. Let me just reevaluate. Uh, so you man, said, my you logic is flawed. You said no because yeah, it, you would say every single rom com would be a Valentine's movie. Oh my gosh! And by I that no... same logic, her is not a Valentine's <sighs> Day movie. I have no good argument. I have no good argument. Nothing to stand on. So I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm gonna go die now and just cry. I'm going to crawl into a ball and cry because now I don't even know what's so, right and left and up and down. So you're saying it is, in fact, a Valentine's statement. Uh, we're going to, what, with something about Mary? No. About her. Uh, her? No, it's not. I mean, if I go by the logic that everybody has their own thing that they could potentially watch on Valentine's Day, eh, that's a very sad argument. So I'm going to say no, actually. And when was this released? I think it was like 2014 or something like was that. Was it near Valentine's Day? I don't... It was on a list of unusual okay. Valentine's movies. But the thing is, I'm, I'm saying no on that one. The thing well. is, let me just clarify. At the very beginning of this, I couldn't even quantify or would describe what Valentine's Day movie is. Like, I know what a Christmas movie is. I know what a Halloween movie is. Well, think of... Um, what isn't there like Valentine's? It's called Valentine's yeah. Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah, with, yeah. With like seventeen different people. Yeah, and the, yeah. See, like that's a whole bunch of stories about love and all that stuff. So yeah, but it's about Valentine's Day and yeah, Bradley that one I Cooper get. Cooper is in love with a football player. So that's I I yeah. I mean, by that logic, I don't think there's that many Valentine's Day movies out there. No, just go to the Hallmark and Lifetime channel. There you go. I'll go to her. I'll say her is not. All right, last one. This movie, oh, I so want to watch this movie. I also kind of want to watch this movie with you, Jeremy, because... Oh, I'll have that movie. Uh, <laughs> it's called Lars and the Real Girl. Extremely shy Lars, played by Ryan Gosling, finds it impossible to make friends or socialize. His brother and sister-in-law worry about him so when he announces that he has a girlfriend he met on the internet, they are overjoyed. But Lars's new lady is a life-size plastic woman. <laughs> so it was one of the that Japanese phenomenon, right? On Where... the on the advice of a doctor and his family, the rest and the rest of the community decide to go along with this dis disillusion. You need to watch the trailer. It is so funny. Sorry, how did they meet again? Because it's a he he bought a inflatable. Uh -huh. He was catfished by someone <laughs> who makes sex dolls, <laughs> and then he just kept going with it. No, I don't. I don't. I a hundred percent do not think this is a Valentine's Day movie because, in no. my opinion, is there's got to be love on both sides, and there's only apparently one love on one side, and the other things an inanimate object. So, no. yeah, I'm gonna say no. For a Valentine's Day movie, it has to either be released around that time and marketed as a valentine's day movie or it's got to be a good love story maybe or like, but even then like, then all, all rom-coms are yeah but so it has to be true. around valentine's <sighs> day or actually have the valentine's day holiday in it for it to be quantified as a valentine's day movie now i'm gonna go back and say movies that are acceptable to watch in my opinion now i'm shaming people who don't who watch these outside of the box 
I'd say something about Mary is acceptable to watch on Valentine's Day. So maybe, I don't know. And um, wouldn't any rom-com be acceptable yes. and to then watch warm on bodies. Valentine's Day? But now I'm taking Bloody Valentine's not really acceptable, even though it is a Valentine's movie. <laughs> it's weird. So I according know. to Jeremy, these movies are and aren't <laughs> Valentine's Day movies. So they're the Schrodinger's <laughs> Valentine's Day movie. Yes. Yes. And her is not. And this one that you just mentioned is not. So. First, the first two. So something about Mary is, but it isn't. And then you go to My Bloody Valentine, <laughs> but it is. It's then you go to the next movie, but it isn't. But wait a second, it could be, but it's not. So we're going to move on to the next movie, and it is, but it isn't. That's how complicated it is. Wow. Picking movies okay. is very difficult for the season. In the library with the candlestick, Mr. Green. <laughs> There's your answer. Yep, exactly. Fisticuffs. So fisticuffs are second to last segment where we are in, we are going to be in a Maze Runner situation where our fictional characters, correct? Uh, Yeah, fictional. Well, as long as they've been on TV and movies and they don't have superpowers or like, they're sci-fi-ish people, you know, superpowers or magic. Or they have anything. to be people that could actually exist in our real exactly. world. Exactly, yes. Okay, gotcha. So there, the setting is the maze for from Maze Runner. And so these people are going to be working together as a team. Our, like our own individual four are going to be on our team. And are, are we going to be existing in the same maze? No, they're going to be a separate maze. Okay. Yeah. And first team to get out... Wins. Or at least survive the longest wins. Okay. Which is decided by votes. Yep. <laughs> so, And just keep in mind that this for all the listeners as well. This is also to live in the, if you've seen or read the book, seen the movie, you have to live in the glade as well as try and get out through the maze. So it's kind of like a balancing act yeah. of both. And so you're basically you're in the center of this maze that changes all the time and you're trying to get out of it alive and there's things in there that can kill you. So, yep. all right. Good luck out there, peeps. So, my first pick is going to be the hero that's going to save me from the maze is John McClane. John McClane, good one. Yeah, didn't think of that one, but what does he bring to the table? Yippee kayo kaye. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he can he can do a lot with without shoes. Exactly, it's amazing. <laughs> So that's <laughs> that's the benefit. He can do things without shoes. Yep, exactly. Okay. <laughs> that was a good pick. I'm going to go with, there's one guy that I feel like you're not going to pick, but I want him anyway, no matter what. I don't want anybody to even, yeah, there's no way I want him to slip through my fingers. I'm going to pick him first round, even though he might get through my third. I'm going with Bear Grylls. Ooh. Oh, it's an actual person that's in Yeah, that's room. why I asked, like, you know, okay. he's on yeah. TV. He doesn't have superpowers, except he does. No, survivalist. Yeah, I know. Okay. No, that's a good pick. The first person I'm taking is going to be my runner type person. He's very vigilant. He knows his surroundings. And I'm going to take Jason Bourne. He's on my list. And my second one, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to double down and take Jack Bauer. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't think of him, but he was up I like my train that. of thought. That's a good pick. And and because I want I, I this was just glazed over so quickly. I just want Bear, everybody to know Bear Grylls was a uh, special operations person. So, you know, <laughs> you know, 
And if you don't know it, he lives. He has a show where he lives off the earth. So, and so was Jason Bourne and Jack Bauer, highly trained military. Yes, but could they survive? Are they survivalists in the nature? You think Jack Bauer has thwarted huge disasters? I'm pretty sure he can survive with a toothpick. Oh crap! I just thought of just kidding. I'm not going to draft that guy. Anyway, all right. So for my second pick, I'm going to go with. An oldie, but a goodie. Maximus Decimus Meridius. What? Interesting. Gladiator. gladiator. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, he's a gladiator. He can, you know, he's a fast runner. He can fight. Yeah. I okay. Him. Okay. All right. I guess that's true because they probably won't have guns. And I think he, he fought animals, if I'm not mistaken, in the well, Coliseum. Well, chained. He fought animals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that's a good pick because the the weaponry is probably going to be a little bit more tailored to his fighting style than so yeah okay all right so my second round pick is a real person but I want him portrayed as portrayed in a movie I want Albert Einstein as portrayed by Walter Matthau in the movie IQ He's going to be slow. Uh, I need a mastermind. I need a mind. You need somebody to come back with a map every day and show him and he'll figure it out. Correct. Mm. Yep. Yep. I I got Bruce Willis that will do like the the grunt work or not Bruce Willis. John McClane will do all the grunt work. I need uh, Albert Einstein to kind of map it all out and figure the, the patterns and stuff like that out. Oh, yeah. And then for my third round pick, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, why him? Why? Because he has faced numerous aliens and other species. And in case there is a uh, female uh, that is attacking him, he could um, coerce them into... (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) This is a family podcast. Okay. I I said coerce. (laughs) I'm surprised you didn't say Spock at least. Too late. (laughs) Are you taking Spock now? No, because if I if I wanted a smart guy like Spock, I feel like I could go for somebody else, but maybe not. I'm going to go with somebody that's not necessarily, this isn't his arena, this isn't his thing, but I feel like he'd still do well in it. I'm going to choose Ethan Hunt from Ooh. Mission Impossible. Okay. I mean, he's like your Jack Bauer. Okay. So who do you, who do you have? So I have far? Bear Grylls, uh, Gladiator, essentially, and Ethan Hunt from okay. Mission Impossible. So I am... This this particular person is a doctor. Evil. <laughs> Dr. Evil. He has an identic memory, and it is Dr. Dr. Sheldon, Sheldon Cooper. Cooper. I was wondering. I was like, <laughs> ah, should, should I get him? <laughs> he's, he's really smart, and you, your team would murder him. Like- That's true. <laughs> Jack, well, no, Jack Bauer probably. I could see him protecting him because he's an asset. Yeah. Jason Bourne. Yeah, I think he wouldn't. I don't know, maybe they wouldn't. I think him. Jason Bourne is more of the runner. Yeah. Jack Bauer and Jason would be kind of the protectors as they go through. And Sheldon would kind of be the analytical mind that could really help them and see things that the other two couldn't see. And then for the last one, hmm, do I do I dip back into the Big Bang Theory pool? <laughs> You're going to get another one of them? Penny, just so that everybody... <laughs> So everybody's happy. <laughs> well, Sheldon won't be. <laughs> be like, why? Why no, are you guys all happy? Like, why are you here? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go with Detective Pimento 
from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's going to throw in so much insanity into your camp. We're going we're basically going to be wild animals and we are going to take it by storm. But then again, I don't know if anyone really knows who that is. I I feel like I don't Brooklyn think it, Nine-Nine's got a good enough following. following. I, I mean, they did get well, I don't know why what their reasoning was to cancel. But because here's here's my thinking with him, he's he's kind of crazy, but he has been deep undercover and in crazy situations for a very, very long time. That have also messed him up. That have also messed him up, but he'll eventually... Actually, I could probably send him out there alone, and he would come back a month or two. And, <laughs> That's true. And, and he's and made like, this friends with, I got. <laughs> with the animals yeah, out there. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. I can see it. It just depends on how he works with the team. But yeah, that might be good. All right, I'm going to also pick an equivalent to, Sh- to Sheldon Cooper. Uh, he may annoy people. I'm going to pick Sherlock from uh, the mm. BBC series. I like Sherlock. that. I like that. Essentially. Because um, he does have an identic memory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Essentially, you have Albert Einstein, I have Sherlock, and you have Sheldon Cooper. Did Einstein have an identic memory? I don't know. I don't know. He's he brilliant. was just really smart, so. Okay. Oh, he could build a bomb. touche this is how we're gonna get out of here (laughs) we are going to build a bomb out of toothpicks and grass (laughs) all right my last one because uh i i I so wanted to um that i was gonna ask if it was possible and when i realized the rules it's not possible but I came up with somebody that I think has gotten in and out of scrapes. And logistically, he's only possibly died maybe once. And that is James Bond. I thought about James Bond, but I was like, this isn't his environment. But then again, you yes. can say that Jason Bourne and Ethan Hunt. But he ha- you know, if, if he gets gassed or whatever, there's a good chance that he still has his like laser po- his laser pocket watch and stuff like that. So well, didn't Jason Bourne live out in the wilderness for a long, long time? In I mean, one of the movies. I don't know. I gave up after the I'm, second one. I'm pretty sure he did. So third one's actually pretty good. Second really? one, yeah. Yeah, Paul Greengrass is the director of number two, and I hated him so much because he was like all about the shaky cam, and I don't like shaky cam. So you don't like Cloverfield? Nope. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, Brett got John McClane, Albert Einstein, Captain Kirk. Oh, I didn't write it. And down. James Bond. And James Bond. I got Bear Grylls, Maximus Decimus Meridius, aka Gladiator, Ethan Hunt. Sherlock and Taylor got Jason Bourne, Jack Bauer, Sheldon Cooper, and Adrian Pimento. <laughs> My team's definitely going to kill each other because if I think about it, they, there's probably been a time where all four of them have snapped. <laughs> it's true. And you know what? The, but, but you know what's weird? I think Adrian Pimento and Sheldon Cooper, Adrian Pimento might actually like Sheldon for some reason. I could just see that. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, the funny thing about you having Jason Bourne is, you know, Jason Bourne's whole thing is he wants to know what his name is. When you go into the Glade, your everything, your memory is wiped, and so he wants to know his name. And everybody else is like, "Dude, we're still in the same. Yeah, we we don't know either." So, <laughs> I think Pimento's the scout, Bourne's the runner, and Jack Bauer is meant to protect Sheldon because he's the asset. Mine, they're all pretty much runners except for uh, Sherlock, and. 
Bear Grylls is, we're going to keep him back a little bit to, you know, make food for everybody. Second harvest. Yeah, exactly. Second <laughs> harvest. All right. All so right. now. So now we got. Recommendations. One recommendation. So I've been told by many people, you know, you need to get and watch Disney Plus and watch this show and you need to be on Disney Plus and you need to watch this show. And I, no. DC fanboy. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm not, <laughs> but I just barely saw the trailer for uh, the Boba Fett. Oh uh, yeah! Oh baby, that looks good. I'm going to wait for all episodes to drop. I will do a one month subscription and then immediately cancel. Yes, I totally am so stoked for what is it, the House of Boba Fett yeah. or whatever or it's the called. book of Boba Fett. Yeah, the book. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm down with that. Yep. So you're recommending something you haven't even seen? No, no, I'm going <laughs> out on a limb. Could suck, but uh, <laughs> it, I mean, the Mandalorian has not let me down. No, the Mandalorian is great. I kind of wish they would keep going, but how they're done, right? Like they've said they're done, right? I don't think so. I no. think they're going to go back to the Mandalorian uh, after the Book of Boba Fett. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I loved the Mandalorian. I loved it. There's something about the show. It's it's slow but entertaining. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, my recommendation, because I haven't been really watching too much TV recently, which if you listen to this podcast, I feel like I, every week I'm like, oh, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. I finished this. I finished that. Um, it's an ongoing show that I like. It's my personal, which is surprising, my personal like secret shame, I guess. I don't know. I like the show 911. And for the longest time in my life, I hated lawyer shows. I hated doctor shows, hated police shows. I hated all that stuff. And this is a police show and a like fireman show and um, kind of a quasi doctor show. So it's kind of like all of them. I think if you find a really good one, because for the longest time, I remember just like seeing commercials for Bones and be like, who wants to watch that? And then I'd watch one episode. I'm like, who wants to watch this? And then one day it just hit me and I'm like, I need to watch the entire thing. Yep. I did that with Bones, too. Yep. But, like, those, you know, those law and orders and stuff like that, I think they really ruined me, like, for years. CSIs. CSI. I have never seen a single CSI, but just the idea. I don't know why. It just doesn't sound good. I, after being in a couple of CSI uh, classes at college, I turned and watched one CSI, and within, like, 10 seconds, I was just like, that's not real, and just <laughs> changed the channel. <laughs> so, yep. That's my recommendation. 911, great show. Um, I started Lone Ranger, the one that takes place in Texas. It's Mads with Rob Lowe. But I mean, I'll need to give it more episodes. But the first, but the original in California is really good. I like it. Okay. I guess mine is a show as well. It's on Paramount Plus and it's called Ghosts. Right, you need to watch it. It's it's a comedy about ghosts. This couple buys a house. It's really old. And it's inhabited by ghosts, and things happen, and it's hilarious. Yeah, they're it's a comedy. It's a good one, hmm. and it's 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 quite good. It's, I I highly recommend it. I don't want to spoil too much of it, but yeah, give it a check out. Paramount Plus is only what like four ninety nine a month. A month. Yeah. Not a mm-hmm. sponsor, but and if it's you cheap. had T Mobile, I think it was a couple weeks or a couple weeks ago, you could have got a full year for free if you would have. Got in on that, but so. yeah, the thing I like about it is, and this the only thing I'll say about it is, 
it's it's all the people who have died in that area, like right there. They're haunting this house. Oh, interesting. And so it's a collective of generations. I mean, that's not really giving up too much because the first episode, probably in the, within the yeah. first ten minutes, you know everything. So it's like a less evil version of the first series of American Horror Story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's not scary whatsoever. No, not, none whatsoever. Except there's one ghost that shows up every once in a while, but they never explain it. They've never visited it. And they never even discuss it. You know oh, who I'm yeah. talking about? The guy in the leather jacket? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, those are our recommendations. And as always, as the, the podcasters always say, follow us on all the channels. Do all on the Facebook, things. Do all the things. Push and, those buttons. <laughs> and stay up to date on our latest episodes and more. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.